Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have episode 27 of the Box Office Beatdown Show. I am joined, as always, every week by my co-host for the Box Office Beatdown Show from YouTube and the Cinemania page, Larry from LC Screen Talk. Larry, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. How was your weekend? We're doing this on a rare Monday. I know. Uh, scheduling, but how are you? Everything good? Yeah, it's going all right. Um, how are you? How are you? Um, how are you with all these announcements from TIFF about all these movies and stuff coming out? <laughs> I don't know about all that Venice announcements. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, Joker, Joker uh, getting that big that big win and all that stuff. Roman Polanski. <laughs> I know. Trust me. Listen, I know. Um, I saw your tweets too. You were going at it. I was like, Larry, please. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Larry, please relax. So. Oh uh, Lord. We almost had to, so we almost had to put push this show till tomorrow, but um, we're good now. We're gonna do this show. Thank God, because we would have we would have gotten we would have gotten heat for a whole weekend. I know uh, for a week actually. So um, let's get right into the show. Next uh, today, this week we have the box office for the weekend of September sixth, and we had the opening releases of It Chapter Two. That's it. And, um, yeah, so let's get right into it. Uh, Larry, what came in at number one? I'm sure we all know that. <laughs> so coming in at number one is, in fact, It Chapter 2, which brought in $91 million for its opening weekend. Worldwide, Pennywise was able to conjure up $185 million for its global debut. Um, yeah. So it's an interesting number. Uh, very interesting. Very, very interesting. And I think, uh, so here's the thing. Here's what I've come to the conclusion on for 2019, is that the trades need to stop with these predictions. Yeah, agree, <laughs> the, because it's I think kind of they're, embarrassing. They're really deflating. You know, like, the situation has already been a little bit grim, a lot of instances right. for the box office. But a $91 million opening for an R-rated horror film should be seen as a pretty good win, actually. Yeah, agreed, yeah. But when the trades come out and initially predict $150 million, and, you know, we've come down off of that, but most people were still anticipating in the 120 range. Um, so to get 91, as I said, as a pure number... It's good. I mean, that's clear. Uh, that's, I mean, it's a good opening for this film. But, I mean, it's quite a step down from the first film's opening. Um, yeah, I was looking at that earlier, and I, I completely agree with you. Um, at the end of the year, when we go through all of our end-of-the-year numbers, it's going to be a year of, like, disappointing. And it's, like, crazy to say that this is disappointing, $91 million. But um it's it's, it's going to come down to a year of disappointing sequels i mean it's been all over the year you know what i mean like secret life of pets 2 when everyone thought it was going to be like this crazy big number and then yeah. like you know a lot of movies I, and there's like nothing really coming to my head right now oh. but just a lot of movies have just gone through this and then and i'm this, at the... this is similar to toy story where it's a good right. number but it's an underperforming sequel to yeah. what trades were out there like yelling and screaming and, and what the first movie got, like Toy Story 3 did a massive number, so everyone was just expecting another massive, massive number, and it just wasn't that. This number for It Chapter 2, I, you and I were, like, heavy. We were banking on, like, 
over at least over 120 last week and yeah. the fact that i mean this is this did not come out on a tuesday this did not come out on like a you know what i mean it's not like a holiday weekend or anything crazy it's an opening weekend no competition at all like whatsoever yeah. um in a dead weekend by itself nothing coming out next week at the same around the same release date as last as the um the, not the same release date but you know the same release slot as the last movie and then I'm looking at I saw the uh the numbers of the first movie the opening weekend for the fir- for it chapter one that's what we'll call it right now for the first week the opening weekend for it chapter one did 123 million now the difference about that is that it did 123 million in 4100 theaters. It Chapter 2 was in 4,500 theaters. So there was all... I mean, it had no reason to get this low of a number. And I'm really kind of... What do you think it was? Did you think... Do you think... I think... So somebody was writing this question earlier. I think it had something to do with the runtime. I think the runtime was turning a lot of people off. I think a lot of studio, a lot of a lot of theaters can't play the movie that much because of the runtime. It's like two hours and forty nine minutes and stuff. But I mean, that argument would kind of a counter to Avengers Endgame, and Avengers Endgame blew away all expectations. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's a whole different kind of story. That's like you know twenty two movies. You know the um, you know the coming off of Infinity War and all that stuff. But I think it's probably the runtime. I think the word of mouth was okay, but it wasn't like as strong as the first movie. And I think the people are just like, no matter how much they tried to market the kids, the kids has like a charm to it when it comes to audiences and stuff like that. They were in a Stranger Things kind of mood and they want to see the kids against this big clown. It's not as interesting when you have the adults against the clown. So I don't know. It could be a multiple, it could be a lot of things, but it's just crazy. 91 million is not bad, but it's definitely I was I was expecting at least over 100. You know what I mean? So very, very interesting. This number. Very, very interesting. Yeah, that's just kind of I guess the fall starts out the same way every other season has kind of gone this year. (laughs) Right, right. Uh, Disappointing uh, underperformance from what was a sure bet to be a success, which it is. But. Uh, just I don't know. It's quite a thirty million dollar drop from your previous film is is quite the the dramatic drop. Like we just have to be real. Yeah, yeah. I I, I know it's um twenty five percent drop. It's still a massive number. This is now the um you know this right next to us counts for the one of some of the biggest horror openings. It's still a big win for the genre. You know we had Halloween last year make around like what seventy eight, and then us us did around eighty million, and then now this with the ninety one million. So. Um, it's good for the genre and stuff, but it's still. I mean, I if, yeah. if if you can't look at it as somewhat of a disappointing number, then I don't know what else to say. What do you well, What do you think it is? What it was? Um, I I'm not sure. The second trailer I thought was really good. Agreed. Yeah, I love um, that trailer. I love both of them. I thought I don't I don't know. The first film was really well received. Maybe right. a lot of people were like me. They've seen that miniseries and know how bad the miniseries ended. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. the miniseries was just terrible when they were adults. Yeah. Like it was it is terrible. Yeah. And the story, I mean, for me at least, the story just loses steam. Once they become adults, it's not really the filmmaker's problem. It's Stephen King's problem because this derives from his original book. Uh, it just doesn't end great. Uh, it doesn't yeah, end even, all that well. 
even I had I, I honestly I had I love I liked the movie. I really enjoyed it. Um, I had so much faith in Andy Muschietti to try to like kind of fix the ending in his own type of way, but you can kind of tell that he was so he was so uh, kind of intrigued on doing the Stephen King story right. And the movie kind of goes for it towards the end and stuff like that. So I don't know. I, I think um, I definitely by the ending when things was happening and things was wrapping up, I definitely felt a lot of groans in the audience. So maybe a lot of people can go back home and tell their friends that this is I mean, it's fine. It's just way too long. Yeah. And um, I didn't mind the runtime, but watching it again yesterday, I definitely did felt uh, feel it more yeah. the second time around. And I'm like, oh, this is pretty long and stuff. And I'm feeling I went I went with my mom, my mother yesterday today and even she was like this is pretty long and i was like i thought that a horror movie with a bunch of scares and stuff like that can get away with the long well, that's runtime. the problem there weren't that but, many scares yeah exactly it's it's a very kind of it's almost kind of a slow burn a little bit in some yeah. parts too but um i don't know i mean this is still a, it's I'm, I'm taking nothing away from warner brothers and, well, and uh, this number but it's still like wow you know looking at it uh i mean again just to reiterate that it is still a huge success yeah it, it, chapter two now rank as the top two horror film openings of all time mm-hmm. and now it and it chapter two are first and second largest september openings of all time so this is the yeah. second largest september opening ever only behind the first it <laughs> right yeah exactly so um people were speculating if it could go over the first it i mean i remember the first tracking numbers a couple months like a month or two ago it was like 150 Ooh, oh wow then it went down it went down from 150 to like 130 i said okay that's not bad it's still really good then it went down to 120 and i said okay 125 by the weekend when the weekend was coming up they were still expecting 125 so i, I don't know you know what i mean i just don't know um so I wanted to get your thoughts on something about the movie. You sent me a message yesterday about the opening scene as far as all of that stuff. Are you talking about the Adrian stuff? Hmm? Are you talking about the Adrian stuff when you were talking about the opening scene? Uh, oh, did I send you something about that? Something? I mean, you said you made like a comment about the opening scene. And then um, I, I said I wanted to ask you about that. Did you have a problem with the opening scene? No, apparently it's in the book. So again, I, I mean, I heard it. this is just very faithful to the book. Yeah, um, it is. Yeah. Part of it is just, I guess, a taste level of what was the, really the purpose of that opening scene. It, I do have a little bit of thought in that respect of like, okay, right. well, I mean, what, uh, Pennywise, they set up throughout the first film and throughout the rest of the story that he kind of uses kids to drum up fear. And kind of, you know, get that going again. So I don't understand why we just have this random hate crime that gets an adult taken. I don't know. I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, I guess, yeah, he can grab adults too. Right. So I read, I read that in, I read a couple of stories that was saying that um, in the second half of the book, the, the movie doesn't cover this as much. But the second half of the book, because he was so traumatized and beaten by the young, the young, you know, the young losers, he kind of does do well. He does more adults in the second half because um, I think it just comes down to whoever's scared in the moment. And Adrian, he was like freaking out and he was like he was drowning. You know what I mean? 
Um, so I think it goes down in the second half. It's more so whoever's scared in the moment, whether also, you're an adult or a kid. It's also like, I mean, yeah, the problem with the movie is that after right after he does that, he goes straight back to kids. I mean, right, you right, know, right. yeah, he's attacking the losers club, but outside of them, he doesn't attack any other adults. Exactly. He just, gets, he just snatches up other little kids again. <laughs> yeah, I, I think if they added like another another de- another adult death somewhere in the movie, then it probably would have made more sense. But that's what I was reading in a lot of like reports on the, you know, a lot of people who read the book and stuff like that. That in the second half of the book, he goes after more adults because of what happened with the losers in the first it's half. Just kind of, I mean, I guess this is good for like a nice little bleak messaging in the film. Yeah, um, is it's it's pretty bleak that all of the good people, particularly in that opening scene, like end up dying (laughs) yeah 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 and there's no recourse you know usually especially in horror films if something like that happens those people kind of get their get theirs at some point we don't get that moment we don't get any sort of justification and then the little girl that little girl later it's just like oh goodness okay so literally all the people we liked or you know rooted for in that opening scene woo. I don't spoilers. want to say too much more. Spoilers, sorry. Spoilers, everyone. <laughs> but I actually really liked the um. I actually uh, spoiler warning. You, you can block out like maybe like a minute for the movie, everyone. But I actually really liked the girl, the little girl death. Um, well, for some like reason, the, it was like the scariest, like creepiest part of the whole movie. Yeah. I actually like the the kid death in this movie. The kid deaths in this movie were really well done for me. I don't know why. I, I, maybe I'm sadistic and stuff. But the way I can just watch, I swear to God, I can probably watch like an hour of just Pennywise, like kind of like tricking kids. You know what I mean? And trolling. stuff. Like yeah, like trolling. Pennywise kids. just the running way- around trolling. The way he's just like, you know, crying and acting like, you know what I'm saying? I actually really, really like that. So, um, yeah, I I totally I totally uh like that death. And then I like I like the mirror death too. So that was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, was good. yeah, so uh, the movie just needed more pennywise too. I know that some people like defend uh, again, it's a problem with Stephen King's original book is once you get away from the actual clown, like once we start to unveil Pennywise as a larger form or whatever, the spider thing, like, oh God, in the original miniseries, it's just done so terribly. Um, But the movie loses a lot of steam. The story loses a lot of steam when it's not focused on this like demon clown uh, specifically. Mm-hmm. I think they realized that in this movie though, because I noticed the design changes to the spider and such as they really tried to keep the Pennywise look. Um, I don't know. It just loses. It loses quite a bit. Plus, Pennywise isn't in this all that much. Oh yeah, uh, no, we don't, I, oh, we don't get many many moments, and it's like, yeah. oh, Bill Skarsgård, he's so good. We, yeah. we love our Pennywise. <laughs> he's so. Oh man, I cannot say enough how much. A lot of uh, there's been a lot of like articles of like, oh, what 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 would you think about a third movie? I'm like, we don't. The story's done. That's it. But I don't know. Like, I just love Bill Skarsgård performance as this character so much. I'm glad all things came into place where he was the one who was picked to play this character because I I couldn't I can't see Will Poulter or anyone else doing this character the way he just he's just so charismatic. He loves it. You can tell he's having so much fun. The yeah. part when him you know him and Bill Hader are actually really good 
friends. So the part when he's with Bill and stuff like that, and all those scenes, like in the you know in the big field in the park, was so cool. And I I don't know. I just really really I really really love Bill Skarsgård as this you know as the clown and stuff. So that's something I'm probably gonna really miss. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed the movie. It's just some minor things. I was just like, eh, okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. just did um, one more spoiler thing, everyone. Sorry, I love you guys. I wanted I wanted to do a spoiler review. I didn't have time to. But one thing I just didn't like was like the end, kind of the way they, the way they defeat him was very stupid to me. I don't like oh, what. Yeah, it is like, you're a clown. You're nothing. And he's like, Wah. like I was like, what? Like it's happening. But yes, I'm like, oh, I don't know. They just, the king tried to get too like existential and all that kind of crap with it, and it's just like, yeah. Sometimes you don't need all that. Steven, sometimes you yeah, don't need- I agree, and thank God they didn't do because Pennywise's like arch nemesis is supposed to be a turtle. Thank God they didn't go that route because oh, oh boy, you know. Um, all right, so let's get into the rest of the top five real quick. Uh, we have number two. What do we get? So coming in at number two is Angel Has Fallen. After spending two weeks atop the chart, it is bumped down to the runner-up position with 5.9 million this weekend which brings us to a 49% drop and gives Angel Has Fallen a $53.45 million gross to date. Um, yeah, I, I guess yeah. it's fine. You know? Decent enough holds. Uh, yeah. Not much to really say there with that one. Yeah, it's doing all right, I guess. Yeah. It's nothing crazy with Angel Has Fallen. I didn't expect much from this movie. The movie's kind of just chugging along. It, it crossed the budget, which is great. Yeah. But um, it's chugging along. It's doing what it has to do. But, you know, it's not a very, it's not a very memorable box office this movie has, you know. so Not a memorable film and not a memorable box office. Oh, come on. You didn't have to go there. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, it's fine, I guess, for Angel Has Fallen, you know. Yeah. Um, righty, number three. I'm actually this movie has been just been doing it. It's doing well. Yeah. So yeah. coming in at number three is Good Boys, which brought in 5.48 million dollars in its fourth weekend of release. That's a 42% drop, which brings this R-rated comedy up to 66.9 million domestic and 82.6 million worldwide, all off of a 20 million dollar budget. Um, good boys. Yeah, I um, yeah, this movie is doing really well. I'm actually really happy that it's doing so well. Um, I really enjoyed it. I know you're a little, uh, but um, <laughs> I thought it was good for what it was. I'm glad that it, you know, going going up against it, chapter two, it's still holding at number three spot. So it's really good for the movie. Um, yeah, it, it actually almost came close to kind of yeah, beating it. Almost, Fallen, it was so. really close to staying at number two, but yeah, just, so that would have been cool. But yeah, yeah, just missed out on that. Yeah, shit happens, I guess. Oh, <laughs> my God, this number four spot. It's a number four Jesus. for the eighth straight weekend. The it's Lion King comes in the top five with $4.3 million domestic, which is a 37.5% drop, which is the best hold in the top five, at least. That does bring The Lion King up to $529.2 million domestic and $1.6 billion worldwide. So across that 1.6 mark. Um, yeah, The Lion King, I mean, what, do, what else do you want me to say about this damn movie? I, I don't know <laughs> what's going on here. It's it's not leaving. We have another Aladdin on our hands. Eight weeks. Like, I saw this movie in San Diego back in July. 
I don't know what else. I don't know what else is. Here we are in September. Uh, Maybe next weekend it will finally get knocked out with two new releases. Finally, maybe Maybe. the Lion King, or who knows? Maybe Angel has fallen and will plummet. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I don't. I. I mean, I don't see it leaving the number. I don't see it leaving. What's out this week? Uh, Hustlers and Goldfinch. Um, I don't know. I I don't see. It's gonna at least. Yeah, I think both of those should be able to top. What is that now? I, I would hope. Oh. True. Well, I uh, see Angel has fallen, falling out. And then I see Hobbs yeah. and Shaw, of course, falling out. Speaking of Hobbs and Shaw, let's get into that real quick. Yeah. Number five spot. What do we What do we got? I didn't even realize this came at number five. Yesterday yeah. I had Overcomer over this, but go ahead. Yeah, number five is Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw, which brings in $3.8 million in its sixth week of release. That is a 41% drop for the latest action flick from the Fast and Furious. That is now a $164.3 million domestic total and $721 million worldwide total for the Fast and Furious spinoff. Um, yeah, yesterday, so yesterday, like I said, when I was going through the box, I actually, even like this morning, um, Overcomer was over Hobbs and Shaw, so to see that wow. Hobbs and Shaw actually, actually had the number five, the number five spot is actually a little bit surprising. Um, it's only about a <laughs> hundred, it's only about a hundred thou away from Overcomer, but yeah. I mean, Hobbs and Shaw was under Overcomer last week, so this is yeah, pretty good. It looked like a, a tight race to the finish, and once the actual yeah. numbers came in. Yeah, yeah so, yeah, looking at this, I don't know what happened with Dora and the Explorer really jumped up, actually, this weekend. Dora and the Lost City Dora, re-entered yeah. the top ten this weekend, so that's a that's a number. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly, and then um, we have uh, Scary Stories is still doing all right. For the hanging most in part, the top ten, hanging, hanging in there. Um, As we mentioned, Overcomer already or not, though. Okay, Six, what the hell is this? Annabelle comes home. Sixty drop for Ready or Not. What in the world? Yeah, I, did you see this Annabelle comes home number? Jumping into theaters again and getting uh, what in the world? I don't know about. I don't that. know what happened. I don't know what happens with this box office. Look at Don't Let Go down there. Week number two already. Where is it? I don't even see it. Seventeen, 17. below yeah. Annabelle comes home. <laughs> That is awful. Like, what a shit number. What a shit number this movie's been doing, you know? Like Angry Birds. Angry Birds 2 is, like, doing awful as well. Yeah, it's already out of the top ten, and it's only been out for, what, four weeks, and it's gone. And, um, um, Brittany Runs a Marathon's going to be in more theaters this weekend, so yeah, we'll, that see, that, we'll see that number go up. Unfortunately, it's looking like Loose is already losing theaters again. Oh, it's already losing them, down 47%, so right. that that's teetered out. Uh, apparently, Midsummer lost all of its screens again, so it's fallen away. Yeah, it's done. Uh, oh, they got rid of those screens real quick, huh? They yeah, said, they all right, this, this... I mean, same thing with Spider-Man, and actually, Spider-Man plummeted 71% and fell out of the top 10 after shedding its re-release screens, but mm. <laughs> not quite. Yeah, pretty good. Midsummer, whoo! Um, all right, so uh, really quick. All right, so this we're gonna just go through since we last week was our um, last week was our what am I trying to say? Was our oh, yeah, you know, upcoming movies and stuff, potential hits and misses for the fall slash winter season. So, uh, real quick, we're gonna go through the summer, summertime. We're gonna talk about real quick the summer. 
top tens and stuff like that and the worldwide numbers and then some of the biggest bombs of this summer. So I have some numbers up right here. I know Larry's usually the one doing the numbers, but I have the numbers up right here in my face. Um, so summer's top ten. We have Avengers. No, oh, I'll I'll, stop, I'll start at number ten. Uh, Once upon a time in Hollywood. This is this this is the top ten domestic summer movies. Uh, Once upon a time in Hollywood for one thirty million at number ten. Number nine we have Detective Pikachu with one hundred forty four million. Secret Life of Pets two surprisingly with one hundred fifty seven million. Hobbs and Shaw so far with one hundred fifty eight million at number seven. Number six John Wick Chapter three one hundred seventy million number five aladdin with 354 million now we're now we're getting like the higher numbers and then spider-man far from home number four with 385 million toy story 4 430 million dollars wow for domestically for the summer uh the lion king just can't get away from it um 523 million dollars at number two and then of course everyone should know the number one movie (laughs) Of summer 2019, um, Avengers Endgame with domestically 858 million. Um, so those are the numbers domestically. Any thoughts on all the numbers and stuff? I'm actually surprised to see Secret Life of Pets 2 here in this number. Well, uh, Disney domination. Of course, yeah, of course. I mean, the, the top five is Disney. I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, it's, Sony technically, I guess. But right, let's right. just be real. It's tied into the MCU, and you know, I, so Disney had to play in all of the entire top five, and it spans all of it: Pixar, the live-action remakes, the right, MCU. Right. I'm sure once the end of the year, the Frozen and Star Wars will give us a Disney animation and a Star Wars movie up there. I mean. Yeah, it's just insane. Um, I'm shocked to see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood a little bit. Um, yeah. Really good. good outing for that film, actually. Um, the rest of these I kind of expected, at least, to be in the running. Uh, of course, I really like Detective Pikachu, so I'm glad it stuck in. Mm-hmm. Um, Hobbs and Shaw, I knew, you know, it was going to do some pretty good numbers. John Wick, killing it. So, yeah, these none of these numbers really shock me. Right, exactly. So, um, yeah, it's interesting because, um, yeah, of course, Disney, Disney domination, um, you know, like always. But I, I, I am kind of excited to see these kind of lesser known, not lesser known, but you know, these kind of smaller movies. Like Once Upon a Time is real good to crack that number. Yeah. Um, you know, John Wick three, like that's really good number six spot. You know what I mean? You John Wick over Hobbs and Shaw and movies like Detective Pikachu yeah. and Secret Life of Pets two is great. So, um, exciting. Endgame, of course, we all know. Of course. If 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 you don't count Endgame as the summer, then the number one would be The Lion King. But um, yeah, pretty good numbers. I just yeah. sent you the list of the. Um, I just sent you the uh, list through uh, text if you got it. Okay. But, um, all right. And then of course, though, uh, the the big disappointment here we did mention it earlier. If we were to pick out a top ten disappointment, it would still have to be Secret Life of Pets. We were you were shocked to even see it in there because it didn't yeah. perform very well, uh, especially in comparison to its predecessor. It still is profitable since it cost eighty million to make. It's made four hundred twenty five million worldwide at this point, so it's still obviously in the green but that's about half of of what the first one made so a steep drop and that out of those 10 films that one is definitely the pick for biggest disappointment yeah it's no it's just not um yeah i mean i guess like within this realm it did 
okay domestic, but what it from what it could be, it could have been. It's that's a huge disappointment. Yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. Um, all right. So real quick, we'll go through worldwide. So this is the worldwide summer top ten. Um, in the box office. So number ten, once again, John Wick chapter three. 321 million. Um, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, at number nine with 385 million. And then Secret Life of Pets 2, 421 million. Detective Pikachu with 431 million. Uh, number seven, Hobbs and Shaw, 684 million. Number six, Aladdin, one. Uh, now we're getting to the billion dollar clubs. Um, <laughs> number five, we have Aladdin with 1.5 zero four four billion toy story four number four with one point zero four four billion spider-man far from home at number three one point one two two billion the lion king number two one point five six billion and then of course number one in the summer's top 10 worldwide avengers endgame 2.79 billion dollars whoo um, any thoughts <laughs> on the worldwide? I mean, once again, Disney, Disney domination. Uh, I'm very, I'm very, very happy for John Wick for breaking all these records. So this is great. So yeah, Disney uh, pretty much held serve the top five, the only five to break a billion, all from Disney or affiliated with Disney. Um, the rest we were talking about, and of course this week we saw Hobbs and Shaw. Now, now as of today, it's over the 700 million. Not a surprise, as we mentioned. Um, the lists are almost identical in terms of the films yeah. there, except yeah. Godzilla bumped out uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, and while Godzilla, I mean, I'm glad to see it break the top 10, 385 has still got to be seen as a disappointment for that one, too. Yeah, they were uh, expecting a lot of big numbers for that movie, so yeah, yeah. not, not so, well. Especially with the budget on that film, it didn't even break the top 10 domestic, um, so... So um, now, really quick, we have uh, the. Oh, let me get this number really quick. Um, okay, here we go. All right, so now we have the top. Okay, so we have the summer twenty nineteen sequel. Sequel kind of like like disappointments and really really bad. Um, so we have Chef number one, negative um, seventy like seventy percent from its original A Dog's Journey. 65% from its original. Dark Phoenix, of course, 58% from Apocalypse. Um, Secret Life of Pets 2. And then we talking about we were talking about this. 57% from, you know, part one. Men in Black International, 55% from uh Men in Black 3, I believe. And then Godzilla King of the Monsters, 45% from the first film. Um, and then right now to be decided, but because it's still in the it's still in the box office, Angry Birds 2. So um that was just some of, some of the bigger summer stuff. And then I guess some of the big, a couple of the big, big summer disappointments and bombs. We have Dark Phoenix, The Kitchen, uh, movies like Brian Banks, Where'd You Go Bernadette, uh, Blinded by the Light, sadly, um, Late Night, Brightburn, Anna, um, The Sun is Also a Star. I remember, I remember that movie came out and you and I were just like, where happened to that movie? Um, like, uh, Token, we have Token, Token in there. Um, and then, yeah, so it's not a good, not a good for some of those smaller releases this summer, you know? 
Yeah, it just seeing that list, um, I would have guessed, obviously, Dark Phoenix is definitely one of the big picks for biggest disappointment of the summer in terms of box office and in terms of quality. So it's there. Uh, Godzilla, we had just kind of talked about it. Um, the Angry Birds movie, we had already been kind of mentioning just what a huge decline. I think this weekend at the domestic box office, it is finally caught up to what the first one made in its very first weekend. So that's right. been not good. Um, yeah, I mean, at least for some of those films mentioned, like, how big was Shaft's budget? I'm sure not very big. Not very big, right, right. Not you know, very or big. Dog's Journey. They, they yeah. didn't tank much film money into those. But some of these big budget ones, woo, are scary. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. also a star. I mean, whew, Lord, it deserved to bomb. I'm just gonna say it now. Listen, I um, still, I still like remember when um when movies like The Kitchen came out, and we're talking about it, and you and literally the 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 um you know like the infamous Larry voice when he's just when you're just like a bomb. <laughs> I'm just like yeah, The oh, Kitchen, The Kitchen. Man, I did like kitchen. what like one like two million. On like a ten million dollar budget or something. It's at twelve million for the kitchen Oof. right now on a thirty-eight million dollar budget. Um, and then real quick, some surprises on the summer. I, I, we have like movies like like Good Boys, movies like uh, Crawl doing really well. Those movies did really really good. Um, Overcomer, of course, is another big summer movie that did really well for what it was cost and stuff. So yeah, we do have some 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 highlights from the summer as far as far as surprises go. Um, you know, uh, John Wick exceeded. Yeah, yesterday. Oh yeah, like, yesterday made and, way more money than I would have imagined. Right, and then John Wick exceeding all those expectations and stuff like that. Um, you know, even Endgame with three hundred and fifty. I mean, no, three hundred and six. Right, was it it? Um, yeah. I remember Endgame that opening weekend number. So yeah, we still have our good summer releases that you know kind of make waves. But then when even when we have a bomb, we have a bomb. And stuff yeah. so um it's just a lot of it's a very it was a weird summer honestly it was a, a very weird summer a lot you of and i it's just kind of disappointing like again you know even i don't know so many of these movies just kind of were like okay <laughs> they yeah. um, um i mean and, i'm glad to see like i know people are a little bit disappointed that it wasn't able to reach 100 million but i was glad to see rocket man pretty hold pretty strong all summer oh, yep yep rocket man almost made 100 good. million on a on a smaller budget as we talked about once upon a time in hollywood an original film cracking mm. the top 10 in a really great fashion right Too um, bad other ones couldn't do it though exactly so um yeah everyone that is pretty much our summer kind of recap um of course at the end of the year we're gonna have like a big year wide kind of recap and stuff like that um i'm sure there'll be a lot to talk about because it was obviously a lot to talk about right here with these little these couple of movies as well um and then real quick we'll get into next week this weekend this weekend we have the opening releases for hustlers uh, and then we have a wider release for Brittany Rudd's a Marathon. And then we have the Goldfinch, which I am not hearing good things. And, Larry, you are going to see it tomorrow, and I cannot <laughs> wait to get out. Um, I am seeing it tomorrow. I had the screening tomorrow, but I said, you know what? Do it. I'm going to go on Friday after work because, oh. listen, this is not worth the screening if it's this bad. You know what I'm saying? And it's two hours and 30 minutes. You already know how I feel. Oh. You know what I'm saying? So, listen. Um, Yeah. Hustlers, though, let's get it. Let's get it. <laughs> let's get it. I'm and seeing I, Hustlers I'm on my birthday. Good stuff. I was like, oh right. my gosh, all of these reviews coming out of TIFF, I was stuck. It has 
96% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm Who like, listen, thought? I'm, I'm I, ready. I'm ready for it. I, I was looking forward to this movie, but I was like, okay, it's going to be a bad movie, though, you probably. Know, I thought, yeah, yeah I thought it was like, fun, kind of a guilty yeah. pleasure, fun time. No, people are like. <laughs> oh, they're raving. Some, dude, some of them are even saying, like, Oscar, Oscar, Oscar. Yeah, I was like, what is going on here? Listen. Listen, I'm seeing... no, Jennifer Lopez, you best <laughs> not wear no fur to the Oscar ceremony <laughs> if you go, girl. You're going to get listen. heckled again, and I'm going to support the hecklers. Listen, listen, Larry, listen, I'm seeing I'm seeing Hustlers Thursday on my birthday, and I cannot be more excited. I'm so pumped for this movie. Give me all of the, like, and everyone thinks that because they're like, this is like a stripper kind of movie, that's why I'm excited. No, I just love the raunchiness <laughs> of the movie. It just looks so raunchy, and I love it. You know what I mean? You, um, Constance Wu, like, or what? what do you say? Is your girlfriend coming with you or what? No, it's me and Alex in there. We mean. It's me and Alex up in there. We're gonna be our testosterones oh, are gonna be insane. Um, but it's gonna be me and Alex in there. I can't wait to see it. Constance Wu, Lily Reinhardt, Kiki Palmer. You got some Lizzo. You got some Cardi B's. You got some Jennifer Jennifer Lopez. You know, you got Julia Stiles is coming back from Save the Last Dance. What? <laughs> like I'm, Kiki I'm pumped. Palmer. I'm pumped. I'm pumped. And I do want to, yeah. but I do want to want to check out uh Brittany Runs a Marathon though. So um I really want to see that. I heard that I heard that was really good as well. But the Goldfinch, I don't know, Larry. What are we doing? You're gonna love it. Watch. I don't know, Larry. Okay, so Hustlers, what do you see for a number? Um, I see the positive buzz. I'm gonna go twenty three. Twenty three uh I'm gonna go a little higher. I'm gonna go twenty five. I was going to go 25, and then I was like, you know what? Let me deduct two yeah, points off of because of how this, all this tracking goes. Yeah, and it, it is still there as well, you know? So that's going to take away from the R-rated kind of community. Do you think Goldfinch 50 or what? No, Larry, if you <laughs> – Goldfinch, I see 3 million, 2 million. I don't um, see a lot. I don't see a lot. Do you? I, I don't well, see a lot. People are just – they don't know what it is. They're like, what am I looking at? Like, yeah, what is going is on? The trailers are so off-putting. I don't know what it's about, but I'm still excited, I guess. I have no clue what this movie's about. You know, I just yeah. don't know. All I see in the trailer, something blows up, there's a book, there's like a ring, there's some acting, and that's it. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Elgort. Yeah, I mean, he's great. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it did not screen well in TIFF over the weekend at all. So, and then Hustlers screamed, screamed really, really good at TIFF. So, yeah. yes, I am I'm pumped for Hustlers on Thursday. I don't know about the Goldfinch, but I'm going to see it. <laughs> I, don't know about, I, don't know about, I don't know how pumped I am for it. When are you going to see Midsummer already, though? I'm waiting. I'm just going to wait until it's out. It's going to come out in October. Or so Blu-ray. now you're never going to get to see the, the director cut. I don't, I don't need two hours and 49 minutes of brightness. <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> Come on now. I was like, oh, he's going to now unless I don't know. Do you have Apple TV? I guess I don't know your life. No, I'm what no, I don't have Apple TV. I'm, but I'm watching it on <laughs> watching it on Blu-ray. I mean, it's going to come out on Blu-ray in October. And I'll buy it when it, you know the weekend of and stuff. You know the be, week of. You going to be pushing that Florence Pugh Oscar train or what? I don't think so, but I mean, we'll see. Uh, everyone who's and also everyone's like, oh my god, Bill Hader for Oscar. I was like, guys, please. No. Listen, it's, I loved Bill Hader, but yeah, he was great. Not but, there uh, yet. 
guys. Let's relax here. And I, I just hate this. I hate this. I, I knew this was going to happen after her, after Tony Collette. Tony Collette was an actual Oscar performance. Let's just get that correct. Okay. But now after every like horror movie, we're like, oh my God, uh, Oscar. Like, why? You know what I'm saying? You're but, not on uh, board with Samantha Weaving for the Oscar. Oh, she was great too. But no. <laughs> just kidding. Lupita, Lupita I, could, I want something yes. for her, but it's not going to happen. That's just reality. Um, but it would be great, but, I mean, she was great, too. But, I mean, because last year, Tony Collette was so snubbed everywhere. Everywhere, you know what I mean? So, I, I don't know. I just And I also need I also need A24 to, like, push for their people. You know, the same way you push in for Greta Gerwig, you know what I'm saying? Push for <laughs> push for my Tony Collette. Re- like, are they releasing Little Women, A24? No, I don't think they are. I don't think they are. Okay. But, yeah, but they push for Greta Gerwig hard. For Ladybird. So if you could push hard for Greta Gerwig and her Ladybirds, push for Greta my Greta Gerwig is probably gonna come on in and snatch all the the noms anyway. Timothy uh, Chalamet, all of them. Say she uh, in, they're gonna just come in and snatch them away. Can you imagine? Um, all right, guys. But that is it. That's all we got this week for episode twenty-seven. I'm so glad we were able to we were able to do it and get it done. Uh, Jaden, you don't have to yell at us, but we did it. We're good. <laughs> we did it, Jaden. Come listen to it, have fun, and then give us all your comments afterwards. We're looking forward to it. We really appreciate it, actually, so don't think we don't. Um, and that's it, everyone. And also, last week, I got the numbers last week for the the month of August. And I want to say a huge thank you for making the Box Office Beatdown show our number one show. Who would have thought? I don't know Ooh. what happened. Um, I don't know why. I mean, I, I thought... See, out of all the, when I was planning this show with you, because I would see all your tweets and I would be like, "Oh, he likes box office. Let's do maybe maybe I ask him about a show." And it's, this is supposed it was supposed to be like a one off show too. You know what I mean? Like one time, let's do it once, see how we like it. But we just kept doing it and doing it and doing it. Now we're on twenty seven weeks. Yeah. It's, so um, I, I love this show. I love doing the box office show. I love I, I that's probably the one things I think about when I go to a movie and then like, you know, when the weekend's over and how it did in the box office. I don't know why, but it's just something that's always interesting. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm very happy with the show. Thank you guys for making for making it number one. I really appreciate it. Larry. Let everyone know where they where they can find you and what's coming up on your channel this week. <laughs> yeah, so you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube, all at LC Screen Talk. This week, uh, as we kind of talked about, tomorrow I should have my review up for Golden Finch or oh. Goldfinch, whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I will have a Blu-ray hunting video this week because Disney decided to just like dump their entire inventory onto steelbook all in a week i don't know i saw that yeah i'm like and what in the world like pixar all the pixar movies i don't even know there's actually like steelbook wise um you know the original it like the 1990 version oh. um, it's actually out on the steelbook oh, and i want to yeah. get that it's like 15 like bucks Exorcist, at best buy Exorcist yeah we yeah have a bunch of more classics right now that what are a, what, really cool. what are the other ones i know this it I would love to get. I'm, I think I'm gonna go tomorrow and buy that. You know, yeah. before it's out of before it's and out of John stock. Wick, we were just talking about that. That comes out tomorrow. Oh, that That's is tomorrow. Eat. Yeah, there's a steel book okay. at both Target and Best Buy for John Wick. Um, okay. But if you want the 4K, it's only at Best Buy. 
Oh, okay. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I want the still. This, yeah. Have you seen the still book for John Wick? It looks great. Yeah. Like, and then like, your fave, your fave. We don't have uh, to talk about shit. it in in box office anymore. But now it's here on Blu-ray, uh, and that's Aladdin, uh, 2019. I can't get um, away, man. I really can't. <laughs> but at least the original OG Aladdin is also coming to Steel Book tomorrow. I mean, there's just some. I don't know what Disney. They just want to like bankrupt the world. I think yeah. they just want all of your money all of the time. So Ratatouille. Inside Out, Finding Nemo, the Cars movies, Brave. I mean, they they went really. Ahead. I all love Brave. All so, of those are coming to Steelbook tomorrow. All right, so I'm definitely gonna pick up John Wick Steelbook tomorrow, and that it, the um, you know, the Tim Curry it Steelbook as going, well. You like the Best Buy artwork, yeah? Or oh yeah, like yeah, I love. I never get the Target ones. I always do the Best Buy Steelbooks. <laughs> They're just. There's just something so like collectible and rare about getting a steel book, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um let's like and I really want the Bumblebee one, but bro, it's like forty five dollars on like eBay. Um and I still you want the book. How, <laughs> how come you didn't pick up that Hellboy steel book? Oh my I saw it. There's like so many you know how you know how like after a week there's always like like one steel book left or yeah. like none? Hellboy Hellboy, all of them all of them are there. That's there's, what like, I kept they were my <laughs> best buy stocked up on Uncle Drew's steelbooks. And yeah, I'm like, and one year later and this whole stack of Uncle Drew is still here. What's going on? Like yeah. why did y'all why did you even need a steelbook release for Uncle Frickin' Drew? Ain't nobody picking up that Hellboy steelbook. Are you no. kidding? Me? I, I um, think I scoop. <laughs> Hellboy Hellboy got one at Target too, a steelbook. Right. I, I I can't do it. Mm-hmm. And now I told Alex, Alex like Alex was like, Oh, what a what horrible movie he he picked up last week? I forgot. It was yeah. a bad movie. No, no, no. What came out last week? But it's it's like bad. And he picked it I up. I didn't pick, I didn't get anything last week. Oh, so yeah, and he's like, oh, I gotta pick that up. I'm like, are you crazy? I said for full price. He's like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Alex. Black Friday's coming up. Get that I, shit I, for five I, bucks. That's my plan too. But that's the why, only like, reason if if they had actually released a good steel book, though, I'm not even gonna front. I would have been picking up Men in Black. I if, if like, Chris Hemsworth's beautiful mug would have been on the front of that steel book instead of freaking what's his little Pawnee, little an ugly artwork of Pawnee, then I would have been picking it up. But thankfully, they saved me some money. <laughs> because I'm in the point right now when it comes to buying movies, like there's another like Godzilla. I mean. I had I had an okay time with it. I could totally wait for Black Friday. Like Black oh. Friday is coming up. Him and I, me and Alex go like every year. We're gonna go to Best yeah, Buy and I'm too. gonna get all my movies for seven but bucks. The five book, bucks. There's some charter because I'm like if there's a good steel book, I can't I can't hold off for Black Friday because they won't have it. So yeah, no, no, you're right. If it's just like that's why tomorrow I'm doing John Wick because that's a steel yeah, book. Oh, that and it's such a beautiful steel book. It's really nice, and I would hate to lose out on that one. But that's why I'm how gonna come, get that for your jam didn't get a steel book booksmark. I don't, I don't, I don't see that oh. movie getting. I don't, I don't see movies <laughs> like that. I did buy it last week though, but I don't see that movie getting get steel books and stuff. My um, Best Buy didn't even have it. Really? They didn't even put it out in stock. I have it. I, I, I like the case. <laughs> just, a, I'm like, like, what are you doing, Best Buy? How come you didn't stock booksmart? See, this is why nobody watches it. Oh God. Anna is probably in the back keeping it hostage <laughs> so nobody sees it. That is brutal. Um, but yeah, so all right, that is it, everyone. You can find me on Twitter, Cinemaniac94, Instagram, Cinemaniac1994. As far as the page, you can find us 
on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Cinemania World. Uh, this week, of course, we will have our reviews for Hustlers, yes. And then um, Goldfinch, we'll see. Oh, please, we'll see. Don't hold, don't hold, don't hold me out on that movie. Um, mm-hmm. And then, of course, sometime this week, we'll have the World Show. So stay tuned for all of that. <laughs> and that is it. Sunday, Larry and I will be back for episode 28. Wait, though, Dwayne. Yes. If you love, if, like, if it's as good as you think, I need you to do your rendition of Truth Hurts here on um, the show next week. Oh, in honor like of that, that in honor of Lizzo and her contribution to your new jam, Hustlers. That song gives me a hernia so bad. I, I hate that song. I don't know why it's so big. I hate it. It's awful. Woo, my, mom, my mother loves that song. I don't get it. It's because when you got your DNA test back, it didn't say you was that bitch. So there you are chilling on the side, jealous. I can't. I got to I got to get off this show. That's it. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> all right, guys. That is it. Thank you guys for joining us. Episode 27. We'll be back next week with episode 28. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That is Larry. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.